0: How's it going everyone? Welcome back to another episode of The Walk On Podcast. The month is October so we are going to focus on mental health uh, especially regarding collegiate sports and walk ons in particular. So joining me today is Jack Grauberger and Christian Haynes, my co-host. My name is Ryan Braithwaite. I will be your host. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So to kind of start things off, you know, I, I kind of want to get into the topic of uh, athletic identity, right? Sometimes we get, uh, or athletes get lost in like who they are and they seem to only be attached to, you know, being a athlete or being a football player for our instance or being a walk-on. So, you know, kind of just want to open up the forum to you guys. You know, what is, what does identity mean to you? Like, what, does it, what does it say to you whenever I say the word like athletic identity versus just a regular identity in general?
1: Um, well I mean I think I, I think about the biggest problem is that uh, college athletes like to identify themselves as only an athlete um, and you're gonna lose being an athlete so fast four or five years for most of it for most of us it's gone um, and then you don't know who you are anymore um, and that that can lead to mental health problems that can lead to um, so many issues so i think it's really important to find out who you are as a person um past being a football player i know um
2: like a lot of athletes that's like kind of they grow up and that's all they do like i know some people like that's how they get to college just because of football and um and i feel like I think a really important thing when you're playing college football, you need to figure out what other talents that you have, especially right. like, because I mean, if you just put all your eggs in football and say you do make it to the league, which is good, but like you can get injured and it, you can be done with and like stuff happens, like it's life, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you kind of always got to know like, of uh, like what, what is, especially, I feel like I hate saying like have a backup plan sometimes But like with football, it's kind of hard because you kind of have to have a backup plan just in case stuff don't work out because stuff happens just like that and everything can end. So it's like you really got to figure out like who you really are, what you're really passionate about. And if you like, if you really like sports and you don't want to be done with sports, find avenues within sports that you can still be within it, but helping other people because there's a lot of like what communications, broadcasting, you can be a sports broadcaster. Uh, there's like athletic directors, you can, it's, it's a plenty of other avenues you can still work within sports, but like, you got to really figure out like what you're passionate about rather than whatever sport you're doing, especially like if it's football or something like that.
0: Yeah, and I feel like it's, it's also like that's kind of the back and forth too, you know, you play a sport as like demanding as football, not lessening the other sports, but just for our circumstance. Uh, You know, football is very demanding and you have to put a lot of your like mental energy into it in order to be exceedingly good in it. And so whenever you're trying to like think about, okay, you know, what are my other strengths or where can I put some of my own eggs into a basket? You know, you also have that personal conversation where it's like, well, I need to still stay focused on this more so than that you know, regardless if I'm good at this, because this is going to take the most out of me, right? So, like, I need to stay focused on football because they're telling me I need to stay focused on football. No one cares that, you know, I play an instrument, for instance. So it's like, it's, it's that back and forth to where, you know, you, you have these these multiple identities that you've created, but it seems like the most popular one or the one that seems that people want to hear the most about is is that sports one. So you kind of get caught in between. And even then some, you know, you have those those personal days um, or rather those uh, more instant moments where your identity affects you to where you have a bad day at practice. And so you think of yourself as a football player and you have a bad day at practice. And then that you take that beyond the football field. You take that into later in the day to where you're working on homework, but you're still thinking about practice. So it's like it's that it's that identity right there that you know it's already translating into other aspects of your life that can affect you know even more so beyond sports like you were saying so you know i think i think uh, it's, it's important to have different parts outside of football and you know i kind of want to ask you guys what are what are some important parts of your life that's you know that was outside of sports while you were playing or while you are playing
2: i know with uh me it was really um i mean outside of sports I think when I was playing college football, my main goal was to try to be on television. Like, that was the thing. But um, I wanted to go into sport broadcasting. And um, that was really my focus because I just felt like I kind of figured, like, the league thing wasn't probably going to work out. So I was like, I might as well start making some types of connections now and getting involved with that. But then as time went on, especially after I stopped playing and I was just working at the gym, um, I started going to these news stations and like I started to figure out uh, maybe I don't want to do this because I mean, I love some football. I love college football. Like if to still to this day, if I could be a college football like announcer or like, you know, the guys on TV. Yeah. Games, <laughs> yeah like if I could do that, I'll college football is best. But could i see myself talking about every sport and have the passion to research all these sports and like be a sports broadcaster you know what i'm saying no i get that i get that so it's like i really had to i really had to think about okay is this what i want to do but with everything that's been happening with now with the like i started youtube when i was on the football team and i just started that up but now that tiktok has came and it's blew up now i'm like okay well I can I'm a content creator and I kind of already like everyone knew this on the team when we were on the team that I had a personality where I could get people's attention and make people laugh. It was just a matter of time. Yeah, a matter of time till everybody saw it and other people witnessed it. So it's like the fact that I not only saw that I got your guys attention, but other people's attention. I was like, OK, maybe I have something in a different field. So now I've uh, pushed everything into that and content creating and making skits. And now I'm like moving into this avenue of acting and stuff. So it was just a matter of time to like figure out things for when it comes to myself. And like basically, like even though I left football alone, all I did was take those like working hard and all that stuff from football and just brought it over to
0: what I'm doing now.
2: In right, and it's translated
0: it across. And I think that's the case for most people is they kind of have that uh, that moment where they're like, okay, pros, you know, I, obviously I want to fight hard and play my best, but, you know, playing pro might not be the most viable option because you yeah. think about the people that even make it to Division yeah. One. that's 1%, and then the league's yeah. another 1%. That's a very yeah, that's... small pool. It's very talented people, so it's hard. And so once you get to that point, you know, it's like you start opening up to like, okay, I'm, I'm good at this. Like, I'm, I'm going to start growing in this direction. And, and then I think certain people kind of take grip of that later on as they grow in their career. Uh, what, what about you, Jack?
1: Um, I mean, I would say probably about halfway into my career, college career, I started to care more about school um, just as much as I did football and be more interested in that because I'm exercise physiology and I always loved that, um, just learning about the body, learning about training. Um, so in that that's kind of my passion of uh, lifting weights as well. And then, um, you know, I'm done now, so I'm trying to figure out some, some other hobbies. But um, I know I want to be a teacher, so I've got that. But I'll hopefully figure out some more stuff.
0: Awesome. Yeah, no, and yeah. kind of just like spinning on to our next topic, you know, um, one of the things that I noticed a lot, especially or at least, you know, more case for the males in any type of athletic circumstance it's an emphasis on mental toughness and being tough and being like you know like nothing phases me type ordeal um not to say that the female sports don't do that i'm just saying for my or, or at least our own personal experience that's what we've uh kind of been witness to so uh a lot of times mental health is missed so you know how how do you guys say that you I guess I want to say translated from having like a mental toughness standpoint to where like, I got to get through everything. Me, 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 I got this, don't worry about it. to like, okay, maybe I need to start, you know, worrying about my own mental health. Maybe I need to start like actually paying attention to what everything is saying to me rather than just being ignorant to it. Uh, That that takes
2: time. It takes time. Yeah, I I think I started to learn it as I got older. Yeah, I started to learn that as I got older on uh, playing college football. Because when you start, like, you don't want to look like the weakling. We just have this, like, when it comes to, like, masculinity and stuff like that, we just have this, like, mentality Is like, I don't want anyone to see me weak. prideful like that. Yeah, and especially with being a walk-on, you know, you don't want to look. Any, exactly, especially being a walk-on, you don't want to look any type of way, any different from other people because you already, everyone's already seemed like they're doubting you anyway. So add, if you add that, so like, for example, like getting hurt, like uh, there's some people that will get hurt and that crap hurts, but they won't say anything. So they won't have to look like, because they think the coach is going to think they're weak and stuff like that. And that, that, I know that has, I know that's the thing. Cause I've been through that. It's like, Oh, what if coach probably thinks of this and this and that and it's definitely a battle, but eventually you gotta like really come to your senses and be like, okay, like is it worth it? You know
0: what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it it does become a debate within your own mind. It's like, okay, is this actually like, can I truly push through this or do I actually need to say something? And a lot of the times, especially as a walk-on, you kind of just soak it. I mean, you really shouldn't be doing it, but you just got to soak it because all of your progress that you've been making, like Mm -hmm. it becomes nullified. Like the second you get injured, it's just like done. And I know we like brushed on this last time, but like maybe if y'all want to kind of elaborate on, Injuries. I know both y'all kind of had some injuries, and you know I kind of like you to walk through the steps, at least mentally, about how you went about handling that and how you grew through that rather than went through it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I had uh, I had quite a few concussions um, through college, and probably leading with my head too much, but um, you know, and and that has an effect on your mental health, and then. Um, you know, probably for a, a couple of weeks after you get one, you don't feel like yourself. Um, and then there's the aspect of not playing. You know, you, you really don't feel a part of the team. You're standing on the sideline in jersey. Uh, maybe you're in the pit. You really can't even lift. Um, and, you know, people kind of forget about you. And kind of the same thing, you lose your identity because you're just standing there. Um, and I think. You know, aside from that, I think likely half the team is probably gone through really hard uh, mental health issues through their career because it's, you know, you you wake up at 530, go lift or run, go to class all day, come back, practice, lift, whatever, and then study hall at night. And hopefully you get a good night's sleep. Um, So, I mean, it's hard to take care of yourself. Mentally, and like uh, like Christian said, it takes time and it takes practice. Mm -hmm. So that's true uh, too. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I know with with me, it was just um, well. I I think the biggest injury I I had was um, the torn Peck. and uh, yeah. And like I told y'all, like after that, like I didn't have no hope in getting no type of scholarship. Yeah. Like, that, that, like, mentally, bro, I was like, well, that's out the window because, I mean, like, I can't practice in the fall, so it's like I can't show what I really have. And, like, like when I – it's crazy because when that injury happened, I, I told – still this, to this day, I don't think I was, like, the same player I was that spring. Like, I just – I think what it was is that my confidence kind of went away and I was as hesitant. Like, I, I just was hesitant on a lot of stuff. That's the
0: case. You said what? you were like more reluctant after the fact
2: yeah yeah and I just like not saying like I couldn't play at all but like that that confidence and that hunger I had that spring it just wasn't there that fall when I came back after that injury and I came back within like three months which is pretty fast for that type of injury but I worked my butt off to come back and I could still play and stuff but I just know I didn't have it 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 was a huge mental thing it was a really big mental thing with me and um to this day, it kind of bothers me. I mean, I'm still blessed to have the career and that senior year we had and everything like that. Things happened, but I just feel like to, like if that injury didn't happen, what could I have contributed more? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, yeah. it should have been a little
0: circumstance.
2: Yeah, and it's like, I don't want to like, because if people come back from injuries, like Alex Highsmith, he came back and still killed it. It's like, mm-hmm. I can't like use that as an excuse. You know what I'm saying? But for yeah. me personally, that was like the first time I've ever experience anything like that and out like I said Alex Highsmith he came back as a beast he's a that's a different type of creature different right animal, man, different <laughs> man. Different <animal. laughs> for me like mentally I, I just didn't feel like the same player and um but I'm glad I I still like play a bunch of special teams and stuff even when I didn't feel the same and contributed as much as I could but I remember like that was one thing I did battle mentally and I don't think it's crazy because um I remember Coach Hicks, we were watching film and he was like, he even told me, he's like, he's like, it seems like you're not the same after that injury. I was like, I'm not. I have not been the same. Like, I know I haven't. Like, and it was because, you know, I was real tight with Coach Hicks. So he'll just tell me the truth
0: and stuff like that. But when he said that, I was like, yo, I'm not. Like, yeah. And I feel like even that, that just kind of plays into the whole like confidence aspect. You know, when that injury happened, I mean, not only do you like not trust your pec as much, like that's a whole different conversation, but just mentally speaking as like a walk on, right? That you're like fighting that scholarship. Exactly. You felt know, like you'd like you lose all progress. Yeah. And so, you know, you kind of go through this mental forte where it's like, damn, you know, like every everything I just worked for is seemingly out of reach again. Yeah, exactly. Like all that progress just slipped out of my fingers with one mishap because of yeah. I was playing sport. So, like, it's, it's, it's tough. It's hard no matter what, what the circumstances, whether you're on scholarship or not. You know, injuries suck. But, I mean, even yeah. more so, walk-on, you feel like um, since you're not, you know, kind of an investment for the team, it's kind of just like an oh-darn circumstance versus a, like, let's-get-you-better circumstance. So, like, I yeah. mean, there's definitely a give-and-take there. Um, and everyone has different opinions on that. But um, kind of sliding into our last topic, I want to brush on just like mental factors outside of like sports. So like say you're just, you know, maybe depressed or or you're just struggling with school, like et cetera, et cetera. Any type of pressures that you have on your mind, I feel like, you know, same conversation we're having with the masculinity circumstance. uh, A lot of athletes are unwilling to come forth and ask for help. And I know my sophomore year, Um, I was struggling a lot while I was at Colorado State because I really didn't know what I wanted anymore. And it didn't seem like I was going in the direction that I wanted. So I felt like I was really like just out of control and, you know, nothing was seemingly going the right way. I'm like, why is this happening to me? Um, And it took me a while to actually just reach out and talk to like our sports psychologist. And, you know, it's good that uh, our football teams and whatnot have access to those resources. And I don't feel like enough people really like utilize that and like they, they think of it more of a weakness versus it being like a strength and growing how you think and like actually getting explanations about why you do the things you do. You know, that was one thing that was super beneficial to me to like see how my coping mechanisms changed through college. Because whenever I was in high school, I was home, right? And I had my, my coping mechanisms kind of mapped out. My family was there, my support system. Everything was built for 18 years. And then I go to this new college and it's like I got to I got to re-evolve everything and kind of change everything. So my uh, coping mechanism was like music. I love playing on the drums. I was, was like, no, if, if I was having a bad day and I just wanted to go play on the drums, everything was fine. Kept moving. No problem. Grow forward. Don't look back. But whenever I got to college, I didn't really have that music aspect. So I was like trying to find, you know, a different way to go about it. And, you know, I'm sure Jack can attest to this, like training, like weight training was a big coping mechanism for a lot of people. But whenever it becomes attached to your sport, yeah. you know, it becomes a different conversation. It's, it's not really a stress reliever. It's like a shit, like <laughs> let's, let's yeah. lift again. So, you know, I, I don't know if you guys had similar experiences about like, you know, maybe you felt like you should have gotten help earlier or, you know, like, what's your kind of personal take on
1: this? Um, you know, I, yeah, I struggled a lot freshman year and, um, you know, I talked to my parents and they're like, you should go see Jimmy Stewart, our sports psychologist, who's a great dude, but, Love um, yeah, but I didn't want to, cause it felt like, you know, I didn't want to feel like I was different or like I had serious issues, um, so it's it's really hard because you have to recognize um, that you've got something going on and address it. Um, so, yeah, I just, you have to be vulnerable enough to recognize that you need help. So it's a good word. Certainly. Yeah, I think um,
2: going to a, um, what is it, sports psychologist? Yeah. 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 uh, I think it's beneficial because actually before you got on the team, Ryan, um, we had Coach Adams and uh, the DB, the whole DB group would meet with our sports psychologist just about every week. Like he would make it mandatory and she would come to us and we'll do a lot of different stuff, a lot of team building things. And we'll get to actually sit down and conversate and we'll go over different things like okay like so this isn't working what can we do on the sideline that would work and stuff like that it was just conversations that you just won't normally have but like stuff like that kind of build the whole db safeties and corners room up and like the camaraderie of the whole group would just be up and it would just be really good and i just felt like um though i never like really felt personally like i needed to go to a psychologist because i kind of had that mentality like oh as only for people that are struggling. But once Coach Adams man made that a mandatory thing and I actually experienced it firsthand, I'm like, wow, this is actually pretty beneficial. Like you don't really yeah. need, you don't actually need to even need that much help. Like just as yourself, you can go to one and you will just grow as a person mentally. And I, I feel like it's a really great resource. I feel like even if you don't feel like you need it, I think you should definitely like use the resource because one is there for you, and it's is at the end of the day, it's gonna be beneficial for you. It's like it's not gonna tear you down or anything at that. If anything, it's gonna make you grow. So I I, I actually would tell a lot of football players or anybody that's walking uh, listening that plays sports to actually take a hold of that, and um, I would think that's like one of the best routes to do, especially when you want to keep your mental. Because it is one thing I did like. She would uh, talk to us about, like, how we would think within the games and, like, how we could – um because there would be situations when, like, say you get scored on, like, what what can you do to get your mind back into the right frame in stuff, like, different situations like that. And that, it would really help us, so.
0: Right. No, I, I 100% agree. I think that, you know, it shows a lot of strength to be able to go and do that, and even on top of that, even if you aren't having problems, you know, go ask questions. Just have a conversation with them, you know, just – just keep it open, keep it light. You, 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 know, you never know what type of information might flow in. So um, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up here. Uh, stay tuned for next week. We are going to be talking about self-care, talking about nutrition, uh, sleep, uh, the importance of connectivity outside of sports. Uh, so I think that'll be a great episode, but I will leave you with this, you know, focus on your identity. What are three things outside of sports that you deem important in your life? Show others compassion. Make sure that you have a focus on mental health over mental toughness. I know it seems backwards, but it is true because if you have mental health, it outworks the mental toughness. And then be strong. Show strength in your vulnerability to reach out and get help. I promise you, you hear it from me, you hear it from Jack, you hear it from Christian. There is no weakness in going to get help. So if you guys need it, you know, contact any one of us, go talk to your psychologist, just talk to someone that might be a support structure. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you guys next time. Boom.